Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. I'm your host, Tariq Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi wa My name is Aydin Anwar. Uh, and this is Radio Islam. You can keep up with us on social media. You will find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Radio Islam USA. Also, subscribe to the podcast. You will find us wherever you get yours at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spotify, at Radio Islam USA. So be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and also share. Right? Don't forget to share. Um, we thank our sponsors before we even get to talking. Uh, recycle processes. Thank you very much. We also want to thank CLGC. Yes, they're a great sponsor. Uh, Council of Islamic Organizations of Greater Chicago. Uh, thank you for your support. As a matter of fact, they have an upcoming annual dinner where their keynote is Dr. Mark Lamont Hill. You can go to CLGC.org to get more information and to purchase your tickets. All right, family, what are we talking about today? We're talking about cuss words no no not, not just <laughs> profanity yeah not yeah profanity to cuss it's words. usage it's meanings it's repercussions yeah why it's why impact. why some people uh use it why uh why some hide it uh, right it doesn't come out sometimes until you know strange circumstances sometimes for some folks but i'll start with this i'll, I'll give you i grew up um adhering to a rule, right? With the rule was, you don't use colorful language mm -hmm. around seniors, women, or children, mm -hmm. right? Which basically just kind of puts you in a box where <laughs> if it's you and your knucklehead friends that, oh, yeah. you right. know, it's not sanctioned, but okay. But right. I don't want to hear it around adults. I don't definitely don't want to hear it around seniors, and you better not be doing it around any children. Mm -hmm. uh, now, we'll get into some some other views on that uh i didn't give, give me your views give me your views i mean i mean cuss words are cuss words right they the reason why they're considered cuss words and things we're not supposed to say is because they give off a very ugly connotation um and if we're in an interview we're in front of someone in a respectable position like we wouldn't cuss like we have to be honest with ourselves right right um so this is it's definitely like a language that is just again like you said if if you're with your your close friends and you feel like you this is something you could say then people will say it but um speaking from like an islamic point of view obviously like i remember when i was in high school i was actually very curious and i was because i remember a lot of my friends would cuss in high school but i never did and i was i always just felt bad i was like i can't i can't say it it's just too much you know mm -hmm. um and so i actually asked him and then i told my friends like can you guys like you know stop saying these words and then my friends were like oh they're just words not a big deal and i'm like okay well and i just i remember it, it stuck in my head and then i went and i was like let me just ask like this imam like what he thinks like well what is why do, why does an imam cuss you know mm. like it could be obvious but like le, le, like it's a legitimate question like why like why can't we say these words like i know they're bad but like what's the big deal you know what i mean mm -hmm. and so i remember this uh, imam was saying like he was like you know uh if you were, were at an interview or if you're talking to the media or you're talking to a stranger or someone that you're that you just met you're not going to throw in a cuss word or like use profanity right and so he was like at, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala think about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right he is always listening to us he is always he's always there so it's like we have to be mindful of our actions and our speech in front of God all the time right so and i also think that and and i remember that stuck with me and i was like okay that's that's true um and also he, he also mentioned and this is also something that i also th thought of too was like 
I feel like someone's speech is, is also reflective of their character, right? Like if they are constantly using uh, such profanity, it could be a, a reflection of maybe something going on in their life, their character, um, uh, maybe a release of like negative energy, like, you know, just constantly maybe cussing out people or, or even you don't even have to cuss out people, but just using the words in your sentences. Like the question is like, why? Like, why is that necessary? You know what I mean? Like you for you to be able to craft speech that is both... Um, like beautiful and not using these words, it shows your own skill of being able to communicate without having to use such words. You know what I mean? Like it, that that's in itself a skill. Like if even if you're angry or even if you want to cuss someone out, you can still say there's different there's different words that you can use that aren't necessarily like considered cuss words that could honestly give gives the same message. Mm. Sadiq, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would agree with a lot with what Aiden um, was uh, was saying. Um, I remember hearing one hadith a long time ago, and I don't remember the source, so forgive me for any shayukh or ulama that are listening to this, if you are. Um, but I remember that there's a hadith that I was told a long time ago, in which uh, the Prophet وسلم, and Abu Bakr anhu. Uh, they were sitting down together on one occasion. And one of the mushrikeen from Quraysh, one of the polytheists, uh, came and he cursed at the Prophet And so uh, uh, in response, Abu Bakr anhu cursed back at uh, uh, this polytheistic uh, man. And uh, immediately, immediately the Prophet gets up and walks away. He, he rushes off. And so... Uh, uh, the Prophet uh, excuse, excuse me, Abu Bakr catches up with the Prophet and he says, Ya Rasulullah, why did you just take off? And he says, when we were sitting there silently, the angels were surrounding us. But the moment you responded back the way you did to the man, the angels fled and the shaitan came. Wow. SubhanAllah. Mm. So again, I, I don't know, I can't remember which source, like which hadith book uh, hadith is from or if it's authentic or not or whatever. So forgive me. But, uh, but I remember hearing this a long time ago. And I felt like that was very profound, and, and I think that really had an impact on the way in which I would uh, conduct my speech uh, around uh, not just you know people, you know strangers on the street or random people or or people who I respect or no, but even just around my friends and even just for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, I, I, we were talking about this you know earlier. You know, curse words. You know, words generally uh, have meaning, and those meanings have repercussions and consequences. So, if you're constantly in a state of using foul language, I mean, that's essentially going to impact uh, the type of person you are, the way in which you comport yourself, the way in which you interact with others. Um, and it's really interesting because, I mean, you know, the ulama, they say, what resides within the heart shall manifest itself on the tongue and the limbs. So, you know, mm-hmm. so, if, so if you have a sound heart, then surely what will manifest, you know, from there uh, will also be sound and, you know, and halal and, and, and what is good and pure and wholesome. Um, and, you know, and, and the opposite is also true. So I think that's something that we have to be really cognizant of uh, and really kind of reflect on. And, you know, hopefully, inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us, you know, uh, uh, the best of, of, of character and akhlaq and adab and mannerisms and, and, and the way in which we uh, comport ourselves for the sake of our own selves, but also in terms of, you know, being cognizant of, you know, the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and just, you know, just simply being just respectful on others. Mm. I mean, you know, I wish that we had a uh, kind of like a, a talk beer button uh, for both of you. So I, I, I would have just, I would have hit it, I would have hit it a couple of times. Um, 
Uh, first, I want to make just to, to clarify something. The advice that was given to me was not something that was given to me by my by my parents. <laughs> this was just a part of the just the neighborhood culture. The older guys, right? right? They say, "Look, you don't curse. You don't do X, Y, Z yeah. around these groups of people. You don't do that." Um, entering into consciousness, uh, I can't help but think about how um, uh, either if you read the book or if you saw the movie. Uh, Malcolm X. Yeah. And there's a scene where uh, a guy, one of the, I think it was Baines, maybe it was Baines, uh, he walks over to him and he says, How come, you know, you don't be, you don't cuss, you don't be talking to this uh, old jive, everybody else is talking. And he said, A man curses. No, no, maybe it wasn't Baines. Well, you know, it doesn't matter. But he says, <laughs> um, He says, A man curses because he doesn't have the words to express himself. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. And, and, and that is, that's, that's very true. We use the language. Uh, that is familiar to us, right? So language, sometimes it is an index of intelligence, right? It does kind of, it tells you where a person comes from, the language that they use. But saying that, I can't help but think about how communication, it really is a two-way street, right? Yeah. I mean, what you can, what the sender is hoping is being received, they only know it based upon the response of the, uh, the receiver. So this might be a little too old for y'all, <laughs> but uh, have both of you heard the Fugees? Yeah, of course. Okay, all right. Okay, respect, respect. All right. So <laughs> I grew up on that stuff, man. <laughs> okay, so so you know you know it's this classic line from uh, Lauren Hill. She says, uh, and I'm not gonna say it here, right? <laughs> but she says, I add a hmm, -hmm so you ignorant hmm, -hmm hear me. <laughs> so right. if you heard it, you know how to fill that in. And uh, forgive me for making it helpful you to say it, but uh, <laughs> but but she but she's speaking directly to uh, to the point of right. there's some language uh, that is normalized, um, and maybe doesn't always carry negative connotations. Right. Right. So how do you separate? between the two or do you separate uh, between the two do you simply say that a word is negative in and of itself or it is in its usage it depends, is what what's yeah. the second or person? it's or it's defined in its usage it depends oh. on the context of course and i think that's i think that's kind of the point right yeah. so <laughs> i mean yeah i guess it really just depends on the circumstances but i mean i think i think i think the, the general rule still holds true right that Foul language is still foul language, regardless of whatever circumstance it's utilized within. Yeah. Although I understand, you know, for, to take example from you know Lauren Hill, right? I mean, the idea is to emphasize her points, right, to get them across. You know, certain people only understand only with certain modes of communication. Right. And in this case, it perhaps may be foul language, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, you know, I think there's still ways to work our, our way around that, into you know conveying our messages. Uh, one of the things that I see, there's a, um, an ayat that um, Allah speaks, he, and he's basically admonishing uh, men and women. He says, you know, it's about uh, sarcasm and it's about using offensive nicknames. Yeah, Surat right? al-Hujurat, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the whole idea behind it is for us to be mindful of our uh, intentions, mindful of our hearts, right, as we are, yeah. as we're speaking. So aren't there do we place, I should say, do we place so-called um, profanity? Because profanity in English is not the same as profanity in Mandarin 
or profanity. You know, every language has its own sure. set of words that are deemed to be uh, offensive, right? But do we are we are we are we missing something maybe by over by giving these words more power than they deserve or or is, or is, is it is it cut and dry? I mean, Hard I feel thing. like I feel like a lot of these words, like sometimes they actually, I feel like in the context of certain sentences, they do get lost in meaning, right? Like the original usage of it has been turned into something where it just becomes like a filler word that people use. Mm. Um, so, but that that's again, like, like you said is, I honestly think in those situations, we are giving more meaning than it deserves because now we're inserting these foul verbs or foul words into our everyday language and kind of giving it like just a room to, I guess, uh, contaminate our speech. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if you don't actually mean that verb, like let's, we, and I'm not going to say certain words, but like, but we obviously, uh, many of us probably already knows what they, know what they mean on a very basic level. But, you, if, but if you put that, if you try to actively think about that meaning in your sentence, you'll be like, that makes no sense. Or that's like really disgusting. Like, why are we yeah. using that word? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, instead of saying, what the heck, we say something else. And it's like, why Why did we just use the F word? You know? Right. Like, that's, you think, if you think about it, it just doesn't make sense. Or like, was that necessary? You know what I mean? Um, it could also come down to like, even just, like again the way that you're socialized or like if all you if you grew up around friends that were and they all they did was cuss or they use a lot of profanity like that just becomes your way of communicating with people and it doesn't mean you actually have any bad intentions or you actually mean these things it just becomes your your language like that is your language but even you know? that that in and of itself becomes like scary because yeah you know we don't want to desensitize ourselves to exactly. foul language either so exactly. are we making value judgments you and i were having kind of a conversation about uh anthropology right yeah part of that methodology when you embed yourself with a particular group right. right is a part of it is to observe and uh and also imagine to uh to reserve your own judgments about sure. that particular uh group whether it's modes of communication where they live relationships or whatever yeah um, do you think that we are we're we're placing our own judgments on experiences that are foreign to us and and deeming th them to be correct or incorrect and is there well, a danger I, I, that really depends on what we're talking about specifically but in the case of like foul language yeah. i think i think that i mean foul language is going to be foul language regardless of whatever culture time or place uh uh it is that word that we're talking about i mean it, although although different words may be perceived in different ways across cultures right as you said earlier each cultural uh context has its own set of foul language so so this idea the, the very idea of foul language uh, uh i think people are in fact conscious of and i think not using foul language is something that's agreed upon across cultures i mean even the fact that you said in you know growing up where you were like the fact that you guys were allowed to say amongst your friends but you weren't allowed to say amongst elders women and children that shows again that this is it also comes down to a level of like respect and, and being aware right because if it was yeah. something that was completely accepted then why not just say it in front of everyone you know well it, i think that it could, that, i think that could also be uh kind of indicative of an awareness of uh, the what is the expected behavior, expected language, mm -hmm. and there's always there's always an element that runs counter to you know the the, the dominant culture. 
in, in language and dress and, and, right. and everything else, yeah. right? Sure. So I think that could be associated uh, with that. Not necessarily to say that we think it's offensive, but almost a rebellion of, mm. you know, we're not going to be the uptight people. We're not, we're not going to yeah. speak this particular way. Um, so there does not necessarily have to be any negative uh, intentions associated right. with that. But I think it's, just, you know, I, I, it, it may be a fair way to look at it to say it's just representative of the, the other culture that exists okay. underneath. Mm. You know? I don't know. It's a tough one. I feel like also, though, yeah. if, if someone, let's say someone doesn't regularly use foul language and, and they sound say, ridiculous when they do. It ahead. sounds ridiculous <laughs> when they do, or like, you know, let's say they're really, really, really angry with someone and they it comes out of their mouth, right? And they say something and they curse someone. I feel like in those scenarios, like the language becomes much more powerful because it's coming it from someone who doesn't say it often. So yeah. it's like, yeah. whoa, like she did not, he or she did not just say that. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? And it, it, exactly, if someone says that to you, if like a friend says that to you, you're like, whoa, like that means you really hate me right now. Versus someone who, like cusses on a regular basis, like it's like loses okay, I don't exactly, exactly, yeah, it loses value. That's the same. That's the, I could have just said that from the beginning. I don't know why I like, had to give. I don't know why you had to give like a long, long explanation. People don't understand what I'm saying. But yeah, right, thank you for summarizing. It's been a long day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I. I <laughs> um, I was thinking about. Um, uh, hold All right. Uh, there are some, well, okay, I'll rewind a little bit to your point, uh, Aiden. So I was listening to this interview, um, and there was, uh, it was a woman talking, and she says that she uses profanity all the time, right, mm -hmm. just all the time. She's, she says, but people know what I'm, matter of fact, she was a teacher. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she <laughs> says, <laughs> she says, but only, the only time she doesn't use it is when she's angry. Right, when she's angry and she's not using profanity, wow. right? So she does because she doesn't want to use it in that context um, or associated with anger. And her students and everybody else that knows her, if they don't hear her uh, uh, cursing, then they're like, "Oh, something is, is yeah. really something's really wrong. She's really upset." Mm. Um, but this is what I was thinking about: like, what words? There are some words, even though like I don't consider myself to be. A, a fragile person or I'm just not shocked by mm. by language you know I've worked in the prison system and right, right. a bunch of other stuff so um, but there are certain words mm -hmm. that I detest mm -hmm. and um, and one of them is is with women and I'm not a woman yeah. right but yeah. there's there's a word that a lot of women yeah. use to talk to to define themselves and and other women and I absolutely hate it hate that i have to say hate but yeah y'all yeah. y'all know the word i'm talking about yeah yeah when did that do you do you know any muslim women <laughs> who <laughs> right and of course this is not even uh, I, I just i feel like a lot of times we think as muslims we don't deal with the same but of course we do issues yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. i've heard some as as, as yeah. a friend of mine once said to me you know we're muslims right we're not Robots, we're human beings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you say to that? To, wait, that word? Yes. So just to be on the same page, we're talking about the B word, right? Yes. Okay. Bananas. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> bread. We're talking about bread. Bread and um, bananas. Yeah. Banana uh, bread. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I think that that word has definitely become just associated with any girl who's just mean. It's like, oh, she's a, you know, that's it. She's a bleep and that's it. Like, she's mean or she is, you know, maybe a drama maker or whatever the issue is. That word is just used. And, like, you know... Um, but speak. So I don't. I don't know if you want, want to add anything to that. No, I, just, I mean this is like. I feel kind of weird talking about this, but like, <laughs> but like I've, I've I've heard it. <laughs> I've heard it used in positive contexts before. See, so like, 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 yeah. especially like like like, like in, mu- in music too. Like yeah. I'm not like I'm a bad. You know whatever. Yeah, blank. I'm the baddest. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I th- I think that's also. It's strange, but it's you know As it's there. As a matter of fact, there's a commercial yeah. right now, and who is this for? Is this for? Um, a phone company or I don't even know what it's for, but this is this little uh, Asian woman, uh, <clears throat> middle age, and she's got on like some kind of leather outfit. She's doing kicks and stuff, you know, punching. And mm-hmm. I guess it's all about, you know, displaying her uh, physicality. Right. And she, she's like, I'm in the gym twice, a, you know, two hours a day, six times a week. I can do this split and then this position and I can do this and mm-hmm. that. And I'm the baddest Mm-hmm. In the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when, like, when did this happen? Right. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It just, it just, it just threw me off. That's yeah. probably the only word that I've. I would also associate when it comes to women. There's also the one that associates with mothers that really, I, I really detest that too. Like when the, they, uh, when, when you, when you, you know, when you. Um, you know, combine the word mother and some other word. Yeah. Like, I, I'm sure you know what... It, oh, the title. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, what a... You know what I mean? Like, they when they get pink. <laughs> sign language. Okay, so basically, for those who are listening, he's doing sign language, and I'm just like... <laughs> trying to figure out who we're I mean, it's mother effort. Yeah, I don't know. You can maybe cut this out. I don't know, but it's a mother no. effort. Like, that, that word. Oh, no, no, no. I thought you were saying MILF. Oh no! I, I, <laughs> <laughs> wait, this is what awkward. Is, oh 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 yeah 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 okay no 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 oh yeah that that's that's okay that's yeah important. no but yeah that one's another one that's yeah. that's also it's almost the same like meaning type of thing but that also also is um or even uh son of a b like. It's like that always is in relation to some woman, right? It's the right. son of a woman. It's like your mother is the one who has a problem, not you, right? So if you think about the mm. meaning, right? Because the B word is referring to a woman. Yeah, yeah. That's usually yeah, what I mean, the case is. These are, in, in these cases, in, intentionally like, there's insulting. Kind of degrading. Yeah. There's also insulting your mom, basically, yeah, yeah. right? And, you were messed up from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, but, it, but in a way, it's it's attacking the mother in those situations. Um, and it, th- those are meant. Those are purposely used to meant to get to because everyone, most people are going to be defensive of their mothers. And so when you insult your someone's mothers, that's why your your mama jokes are considered so. I mean, I don't know if some people. It's a fight. In, I'm sure some people still laugh at them. They find them whatever. But like, if you think about them, like they're some for some people they're just not funny because they're offensive to someone that they love, who's taking care of them, who's raised them. And you know, if you're going to offend someone, you can offend me, but don't offend someone in my family, especially yeah. my mom. You know. Yeah, and I mean, it could be funny yeah. uh, until it's your mom, right? Right, and then you always feel bad. Like, and I've, I've saw these, you know, call them dozens, you know, people getting around just or jonesing on each other, and 
you know someone has actually lost their mom oh, no. and the other person is going in and yeah. you know you see that other kid fist balled up tears coming down down the ass all of a sudden you pick up a rock and yeah. you know, hit him because they didn't know yeah. Yeah. yeah they didn't know but um yeah yeah so yeah I guess there's got to be some limitations um that we're aware of uh in, in the, the words that we use but I think I'm gonna go back to the point both of you all right, make, right. right which is they are a reflection of our hearts and also um it's just knowing that you know we're always the law is never absent right. you know when we speak right. that does not mean people are not going to use the language right, right. Um, you know what's sad is uh sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no i was gonna say some folks look at it because I, i'm not gonna lie some of the funniest comedians yeah. are, are, to me are the ones who use the language oh yeah like richard Pryor, eddie murphy Patrice O'Neill, oh, what he a was legend! A genius. He was in. He was gonna. He's. He's. I. Get, he's gonna go down in history as one of the all-time greatest comedians. Absolutely. Ever. Absolutely. Gone too soon. Too bad. Yeah. He was yeah. great. Yeah. And we still have Dane Cook. Dave Chappelle. Uh, and we lost Patrice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and Dave. Yeah. He's and Muslim, he, by the way. Mashallah. And you know what I love about Dave? What I love about him, uh, aside from being a genius storyteller. Yeah. I love the fact that when people ask him about Islam, and I think. Yeah regardless of where we feel like we're at on the spectrum yeah. right, of, of practice, I think his answer is one that ought to be modeled. He says, yeah. don't look at me look at as song. a representation. Yeah. It's beautiful. Right? Mm. Because you might think that you're doing it, but right. it's, it's probably you know, yeah. correct that there's some things that you're missing. Yeah. Have, you seen, have you seen his video on YouTube where he's explaining uh, the story of Ibrahim Ali Salam and Zamzam water? No. <laughs> no. It's one of the greatest things ever. You should watch it sometime. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I am. I am. I am. I mean, just imagine Dave Chappelle talking about Zemzem water and Ibrahim and. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like it's kind of funny just to think about him saying saying Zam Zam. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it is. Zam Zam water. You know. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say is that. Um, it's difficult. Um, I mean, when you contrast comedians that don't use the language, yeah, you know, and that's fine. Some of them are funny, yeah. But I don't know what it is, but it's the ones who do always seem to be. Yeah, it has a different effect. Yeah, it, it emphasizes like the, pu the punchlines exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you say to a little seasoning? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, does it have, does it have a time and place where? Add some more. Yeah, you know, sprinkle on just a little bit. Gave a little cayenne, you know. <laughs> Pow, take it up a notch. Okay, well. I also wanted to make a quick comment. I was thinking about, please do. Um, you know, use of cuss words around certain people. I've actually been around a couple people who've used profanity in front of their kids, and it would just like throw me off. Yeah, that has a long term effect. Um, really I like. I remember seeing with like being with someone I knew, and he literally just went off on his son who was six years old and used the F word. And I, I looked at him and was like, are you serious? Yeah. And like his, his son is terrified, but he like just took it in. He was like, okay. But like, I was upset at him because I was like, you know better. Why, why need, you don't need to cuss at him to give off a message. You already being mad is already uh, like a lesson enough for your kid. You don't need to use his profanity, yeah. right? And then next thing you know, this kid might end up going to school, you know, cussing at his teachers or using this word throwing it around and i've seen videos online where this is so bad but like there was like you know, a video of children like just yelling at their teacher using these 
this profane language, where do they get this from? It's for sure their parents. Like they have to learn this at home in some way, shape or form. Right. So I'm just thinking like, like for some places, for some people, there is no there is no filter around certain people. It's just an, an unfortunate reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and these kids don't really know what they're saying. They're just saying, oh, this is something my mom says when she's mad. So I'm going to say it now, too. What I mean, dysfunction, uh, you know, it presents itself in a lot of different ways. And uh, and, and that's learned behavior. And a lot of times like the, the guy you're talking about, it's probably it's probably I think a fair assumption, like if you were to think that he probably grew up the same way, yeah. and he's simply just replicating right. what was you know what he went through. Right. So uh, there has to be an external um, uh, something that that comes in that interjects in a situation that allows people to see themselves, uh, and and then also to kind of see where you know where where they're messed up at you know where they can grow at. Yeah. But I do feel like it's also really necessary to bring up that, like this is one area, especially, especially when we talk about dealing with children. Um, language is one area, but there are, there are so many different ways that we, uh, as parents, mess up children. And some kids may grow up and they have never heard of any profanity in their home, but they've endured other types of, um, you know, abuse, right, if you right. will, sure. right? So uh, I, don't want, I don't want you all Folks listening, I want you to think that we are short-sighted in, the, you know, in our view to think that language or profanity is the only cause to jacking a kid up. Well, for sure, uh, for sure no. I feel like right. that could, but even that's just arguably what we're be about. the least of the <clears throat> issues, right? Like, but yeah, there's so many ways children can be traumatized in their household, witnessing abuse, witnessing marital problems. Um, yeah, and the list goes on, but they yeah. it, it carries within them, and uh, and then it's not until they're older when oftentimes it manifests, or even honestly it manifests when they're a kid too, when they start acting out and acting a little strange. Eating unseasoned food. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You know, you grow up to be that person who brings terrible potato salad, <laughs> or you know. <laughs> That was uncalled You're funny, for. Tatu. That was <laughs> I was like, I don't know if he's making, if he's being real right now, if he's, this is like some insight, this is like some analogy. And I was like, some think- internal issues he's trying to vent out. Yeah, we're just working through it. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is therapy right here. But. Yeah. Okay, so, all right. Uh, I think, I don't think we really have to. Is there anything else that you want to say about <laughs> profanity other than your incessant usage of it? <clears throat> no? I think we're good. Okay. Yeah, all right. Good, yeah. All right. All right, keep it clean, people. Uh, let's, I mean, yeah, let's let's do our best. Um, all right, thank, thanks for listening. If uh, if you have a particular topic you'd like to hear us talk about, shoot us an email, producer at radioslam. dot com. Uh, thank y'all. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you. Well, like my All right, Radio Islam family. Uh, we remind you the views expressed by the host and or guest are theirs and not to be taken as a representation of Salvation Foundation. With that, we are going to leave you as we greeted you. Join me. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God oh, can give be upon you. They weren't busy like, where did I go? <laughs>